You'll go nuts for this one. Welcome to another episode of This Goose Is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book: Nell Plants a Tree, by Anne Winter, illustrated by Daniel Miarez, published by Balzer and Bray. Nell plants a tree. Goes back in time to show the effects of a little girl planting a pecan tree on the future generations of her family. Will this tree provide pecan pies for generations to come, or will it provide many broken bones and lawsuits? Well, I hope you brought a dish. We're heading to a family reunion. Grab your books if you got 'em, and let's get cooking. We start off on the wrong foot, with three kids playing in a tree. Quote. Before a grip on a branch, and a fall to the ground, and a scrape, and a leap, and a reach for the top. End quote. Oh no, this is my nightmare. I hope whoever owns this land has some good home insurance. I knew this tree was dangerous. I just didn't know it happened so quick. We continue with the before statements, and we realize these kids aren't too bright. Right after the fall. They try to see how high up in the tree they can get. Oh, I don't know if I can move my leg. Want to see if we can go up even higher? I'm in. We flash back in time, and finally we're introduced to the main character, Nell. It's a little schoolgirl, and it looks like she found herself a seed just lying in the grass. What are the odds? I hope for her sake it's not a magic seed. That never turns out well. We go back to the future. With more before statements, and us watching three little kids look at birds hatching in a nest way up in the tree. These kids just won't stop pushing their luck. Look, mommy's back! Ah, my eyes! Chris, want to see if we can find a beehive? We're back to Nell as we watch her planting a sprout. How the hell did she get it into a sprout? We just skipped one of the most important parts. Somebody cut down another tree and add a page. I gotta know. I can honestly say, not one time have I planted a seed and had it sprout into something. I need help. Everything I touch dies. Hopefully, I'll be able to learn some of this little girl's secrets to growing a hardy plant. I got the notepad out, and I'm all eyes and ears. Flashback to the group of kids. And they're having a race to the tree. Again, not the smartest move. If you're having a foot race, you should have the finish line be something you can run through, not something solid like a wall or a rock, or in this case, a tree. That's a recipe for knocking your teeth out. Yes, I won. Oh, my face! Nell, on the other hand, is a planting genius. She put the sprout into a pot. Before she just up and puts it into the ground, and she waters it too. Put in pot first. I would have never thought of that. I wonder what her soil mix is. Unfortunately, we have to keep moving. We jump to a montage of the kids hanging in the house. They must have gotten sick of hurting themselves. Then one girl gets annoyed with all the racket around her while she's reading a book. Gotta have that silence to truly enjoy a good read. So she heads out into a field and then to a stream. 
but somehow the girl finds her way back under the tree. She must love pain. But we get back to the main event. Nell, with her potted plant inside the house and letting her plant get some sunshine in the window. Protect from the elements, but still give sunshine. Huh. I wonder if it matters what room it's in. Because different rooms give off different vibes. Like the living room, no one's allowed in there. But the kitchen, there's a lot of action. But so many knives. That could be dangerous. We go back to one of the kids baking a pecan pie with grandma. Now that's what I'm talking about. Slice me off a piece of that action. This kid's getting a crash course in how to be the most popular guy at a potluck. And back to the other timeline. Quote, Nell digs a hole. End quote. She's either finally planting her potted plant, or she's burying a dead body in the backyard because she doesn't have insurance to pay off that fall. Now that would be a twist. We go back to the kids, and a boy found a pecan with a root sprouting from it. How about that? This story's coming full circle. But unfortunately, they already have a pecan tree, and they don't need a second liability. Then another child asks for some planning advice from Grandma Nell. And I have to say, they're asking the right lady. I've got a lot of good notes here. Finally, we get to where the author repeats the title of the book, and we see Nell with her future hubby patting down the soil around a young pecan tree. So genteel. I had no clue. I thought you just shoved your seed into a hole. I bet this could solve a lot of my problems. And we watch as the tree gets bigger and bigger, with the root system fanning out under the ground, while the family grows around it as well. Is this some imagery? I think so, but we'll touch on that later. And the story ends on a big family, all sitting around a table under a full-grown pecan tree. I can only imagine some of the contentious conversations they have under that thing. See, I would have chosen a tree to sit under that wouldn't cause people to go nuts. And that's why I think we all need to own chickens. What the hell is that? I know that was you, Mark. Why don't you try some pie to your face? Thanks. Did you ever think it could have been a pecan from the tree? Oh, sorry. Now I need a new shirt. What's the lessons Anne wants us to gain from this little ditty? Well, I certainly got a lot of planting advice. But I also learned that when you nurture and care for a family, like a tree, you'll grow a strong, large family with a great foundation that will provide for one another for generations to come. So beautiful. What do I think of Anne's work? I loved it. It read as an Ancestry.com commercial through and through. In fact, if they were smart, they'd get in on this action somehow. Anne's jumping back and forth on two timelines that collide might be confusing for some, but I thought it was something new we haven't seen before. And it kept a simple story about a family out in the country from getting stale. As for Dan's pictures, they were just as good as the story. They were art, and made the tree and the family's interactions highly relatable to the reader. This book was released recently. It's hot off the presses. And you're going to hear it here first. I would not be shocked if it won numerous awards. If you're a person who can't stand your relatives, I'm probably barking up the wrong tree. 
but you might want to check this out. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.9. I'll have a heapin' helpin' and go back for several more servings, but there's still going to be some meat left on the bone, because I'm saving room for that pecan pie. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.